So during the last year, I'm sure that you'll remember what the vision was for 2015. It was be the church, go and make disciples. Do you remember that? Be the church. That's what God said to us, that it's not just about going to church, it's actually about being the church, being his hands and feet, and then going and making disciples. Now, I just want to share with you that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, I will build my church, Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now, that's, yeah, that's wonderful. I think it's worth a clap. Absolutely. That's true because we have absolute assurance of two things. One, that he will do it and the devil can't stop him. So that's great, isn't it? So let me share with you some of the things that happened during 2015 as uh, God was faithful and uh, he's building his church and the gates of hell were not prevailing. We had two alpha courses, each with 24 people. Is that amazing? We had one youth alpha course. We had a life group series where 90, over 90 people were participating in life groups. The Opal Seniors Ministry commenced out at North Lakes. We had eight baptisms. Street Safe Salvos was launched. We had Wildfire Youth launched. We had Mums Group, and this year, community mums coming to the Mums Group. Praise God. We were involved in, give, in doing services at Duralong. The 18s Pass had a teaching series that absolutely was transformational. We raised $1,000 for the ministry for girls who were being trafficked in the Ukraine. More than... Ever before, we had more volunteers involved in CityServe. The Red Shield Appeal we participated in had the highest we've ever raised. We had the Supper Club launched where people can get together and enjoy, just enjoy each other's company. We had Flourish Women's Events, more Compassion Kids sponsored. We had 100 plus Carol's volunteer. We had money raised for Gentle Hands for uh, Paige and her mission to the Philippines. We had a Red Frogs mission team to Bali. We had... A year of great teaching series, 25 salvations at Easter. Isn't that great? So praise God for the way that he is building his church. But, you know, God is saying to us that that's just the first layer. That's just the first layer. I want to build on that. And so he's asking us to keep being the church. It's not like we stopped being the church, now we've done it for a year and now we don't need to be it anymore. He's actually saying, that's the first step. I've put down the first layer, now I'm going to build on that. I want to keep making you stronger. I want to keep prevailing. I want to keep building and seeing these seats filled with people who need to be part of my family. Your friends, people you don't even know, strangers. We need them to be a part of the family of God. And so he's saying to us, as a church, I want you to be the church. And the way that you do that is to be salt and light. And in a little while, Jess is going to talk to us more and help us to understand just what that could mean for us as a church. I want you to look to your seats and you've got a card there and it's got in and two on it. Connect in and connect to. And, and Jess is going to explain this a bit more, but just before she does, I want to say to you that this is North Lakes Salvation Army. And 
The reason it's the Salvation Army is because God gave a vision to a man called William Booth many, many years ago, back in the mid-1800s. And he gave this vision to him. And he said, I want you to fulfill this. And, and on this, the Salvation Army started. And, and honestly, church, it's that vision to which we are committed. It's that vision that God gave then that, that we are continuing to be faithful to because I believe that there was great power in that vision. You know, the, the Salvation Army went right through the world. There was no internet. There was no planes. There was nothing like this that could get people around the world. Yet in two years, the Salvation Army went around the whole world. There were people gathering because of that vision. The, and it's called the vision of the lost. And I just want to refer to it for a moment this morning because you'll see why we've got the connect in and connect to. You see, this is the vision of the loss that he had. And what he said is, I believe there's this mountain in a raging sea and that people in the sea are lost, they're drowning. And unless someone rescues them, they're going to drown, they'll be lost forever. And so people have been rescued, but what happened is once the people were rescued, they liked being up on the shore and then they liked getting together in gatherings and so they would get together and he said they would have their happy clappy meetings. And as they gathered around and they enjoyed their time together and, and celebrated and sung and did all those things, there were still people drowning in the sea, but they'd forgotten about those people because they'd got so caught up in what they were doing on the shore. And this vision that God gave William Booth on which the Salvation Army was built, and we need to stay true to what God says, we cannot, we cannot forget those people. We cannot forget the people who are drowning. We need to be responsible. Once God has rescued us, we need to then respond and say, I'm not going to turn my back on those people just because I've got rescued. I'm all good. I'll just now have a good time up here. But rather, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to make sure that I rescue those people who are drowning. I want to be a part of that. And that's what the Salvation Army was built on. And that's what I believe God is calling North Lakes to this year. He's saying, yes, you need to connect in. And grow in me. You can't just settle for where you're at and never grow. Growing is really important. You need to grow in me. You need to listen to me. You need to hear what I'm saying to you so that you can be equipped and empowered to become the person that I want you to be as you connect to those people who are lost. And so this morning, church, this is what God is saying to us. He's saying, connect in in a way that will reach, uh, that will help you to grow and connect to the lost. And so I'm going to ask you to uh, look to the screens. We're going to look at a video of uh, a presentation of some people who are doing this, connecting in, connecting to, and I know many of you are, and we're going to continue to do this. So God is just saying, keep going, keep going. You're not there yet, but keep going. And this is what this vision is. He's saying, be the church, be salt and light. And Jess will uh, take that further after we have this presentation. Hey guys, uh, my name's Aaron and this is Pete and we're in a life group together. Yeah, we um, initially started doing life groups beginning of last year when we did the, the series with Rick Warren. Rick Warren. Yeah. And the Transformation Series. And that was awesome because we went through a series of 
things which are very pertinent to families. We're in a family group to start with. Yeah. Um, but after a while, after we finished that series, I felt that it was really important to connect with guys yep. um, in a space so we didn't have kids around because every time we'd get into a good conversation which is meaningful someone would fall over outside argument would start and basically everything would stop mid prayer mid deep and meaningful comment and it didn't quite work so halfway through last year we went and started a guys group uh, so we uh, started a guys life group and uh, it was a great opportunity because I just moved up from Sydney and didn't know anyone in Newcastle really at all. Uh, and my wife was in the same boat. So um, having an opportunity to meet up, you know, weekly or fortnightly and just connect with people was a big plus for me. Uh, it was also uh, probably, I guess, in my life, uh, an opportunity I was looking for connection. Um, and, and it can be hard with young families to get that connection. So. Uh, I think um, Pete and the boys is awesome because uh, it was just time for us and without our kids around, so it was really good. I think one of the important things about a men's life group is we get very busy with work, um, and since having kids, discovered that you know it's work and home to help out with the kids yes. where possible. <laughs> we try, and then back again, and you can get stuck in your own head and in your own world and you have a, a, a point where if you don't make a conscious effort to step out and to lean in to God and find other people to do it with, over time you can find yourself a bit disconnected. Yes. And I think for guys in particular, if we do that long enough, you just look at um, the amount of depression with guys and the amount of issues involving that, mm. um, you kind of have to be very make a conscious decision to step out. And so. For me, that was really important because I know personally, if I spend too much time consumed with work and too much time disconnected from others, it can have a really negative, negative impact. I think that's the same for a lot of guys. So part of the life group was a very conscious decision to step out with guys, to be real, talk about real stuff, and to have opportunity where you can be held accountable um, about commitments you want to make and ideas. But it's not all you know, super spiritual, deep and meaningful get to go to places and have ribs, which is a common factor for us, ribs and wings. And um, All you can eat. All you can yeah. eat was a, yeah. it was a great one. Um, unfortunately, they were too hot for some people, I won't mention names, who couldn't handle the ribs. And then there are nights where you have ribs and people like Aaron don't turn up, like last night. That's okay too. Sorry, man. It's okay because I ate all his food, which was great. <laughs> and we don't need to share that with anyone else, especially Ellen, because I wasn't supposed to be calorie counting. But apart from that, oops, it was all good. <laughs> now you won't videoing, I'm assuming. You gonna stop there? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we'll stop. That's where we'll stop. Uh, so it was a real conscious decision for us to connect in uh, to life groups. Uh, it was a way for us to feel part of the church family. Uh, and I really feel that uh, if we hadn't done that, I mean, we've got a long way to go still, but uh, I would say that if we hadn't done that, uh, we would feel really on the outer or disconnected at the moment. So uh, I would say to you, if you would like to feel connected or a sense of belonging to your church community, uh, then connect groups are a good way to go about that. I recommend it to you. Now, I just think that people think their table's full in terms of their friends group or who they have in their life. Yeah. And they may think that they have more capacity for other people. But I think when you 
allowed God to work in that space and you open up the possibility. I mean, the men's group that we have is a very eclectic group, mm. different guys. And yeah. one of the things about that was this isn't the people I usually do life with, but I know that the people God's brought together at this time. And when you allow that opportunity to take place, the people you may not think you have much in common with, you might have different jobs, different occupations, different interests, sporting or whatever. You know, God uses that to you know, enrich your life or to challenge you in ways you haven't thought of. I think that's what the guys group does for me because you know, I think very differently to some others there. But that challenges my thinking, challenges my assumptions about life, about doing life with other people. And I think that life group gives you an opportunity. Yeah. But you've got to think a little bit bigger than just you know, who you have around you right now and enlarge, enlarge that sort of possibility. Hi, I'm Ebony uh, and I run Homework Club. Homework Club is a small group tutoring program uh, which essentially starts with homework help and assignment help but is looking to equip kids with the skills that they need to survive in school. It was really born out of youth because we were seeing community kids who uh, were just suffering in school. They didn't have the skills that they needed to survive and learn even thrive. Um, so we attempt to show them how to do school uh, and then to equip them for later life as well. Hi, I'm Sarah and I run Mums Group and we are gathering together a whole bunch of mums from church but mums from the community as well over at Cameron Park and we just get together to connect in and have a chat and a cup of tea and just let our children run wild <laughs> for two hours. So um, I got involved with mums group um, it was probably before we moved to Newcastle was when we lived in Melbourne and I had a newborn baby and Aiden was under two and I felt lonely and I only saw basically Phil when he got home from work for a couple of hours before I passed out from exhaustion and I just had no adult conversation, no, no connection with other mums who were maybe experiencing what I was experiencing. So I was encouraged by my doctor to go ahead and find a mums group and I found um, one that was being done out of a church and I loved it. I found the connection that I needed, I found friends that I needed, my children had connection and friends and and it was the best thing that I ever did. It took me from that place of being lonely to a place of company and, and camaraderie and I think that's important for mums, especially mums who stay home. So I got involved in Homework Club, I think really because I, at Youth on a Friday night, a lot of what we do is talking to the kids, ask them about their week, ask them what's going on, what they're struggling with, what's good, and so often we would hear that they hated school and that they just couldn't do it, they felt like they weren't good at anything um, and that it was just this really big struggle. So through that we started to say, well what can we do to help the kids through the week uh, as opposed to just on a Friday night? Um, so yeah, I think Homework Club was really born from that, seeking to connect with these kids throughout the week, not just on a Friday night.
At the end of last year, we had the opportunity at Mums Group to connect to um, a mum and her family who were experiencing uh, who were experiencing some hard times. Um, they had to move back in with their in-laws. If anyone's lived with their in-laws, they know that's difficult sometimes. But um, there was five children and the married couple and the in-laws, so it's a, it's a busy house. And at Mum's group, this mum was connecting to Mel and um, just sort of laid a heart bare and just was telling Mel about her tough times that they were going through. And so the church had an opportunity before them to connect in and to just in practical ways just to help out this family and we gave them groceries and the three older children got um, like stocking stuffers and some gifts and stuff from the church and I had the opportunity before Christmas to deliver those to the family and uh, the mother-in-law's comment was you know who's this woman and why is she bringing gifts what does she want and you know I sheepishly got to say you know we don't want anything we just you know wanted to bless this family and and bless Janelle and just you know be be an opportunity to spread happiness especially this time of the year and um, so that that was something and um, but it hasn't always been that way um, I've had a lot more no's. I've had a lot of mums say thank you but no thank you, you know, we don't think it's for us or we're too busy, we can't come to mums group and I even had one mums group where no one turned up, not even any of the mums from um, church and I sat there thinking, why am I doing this? You know, nobody's, nobody's even coming and you know, why? Why am I doing this, God? And, you know, do I have to keep doing it, especially if nobody turns up? And, um, you know, I just, Mel turned up at a God-designed God time, and we had a conversation and an encouragement, and, you know, it's, it, it was just God's timing to, for her to turn up and just encourage me that, you know, we we aren't doing this for numbers, we aren't doing this so that we can have the biggest and the best group, we're doing this to connect to the one, the one family, the one mother, the one child and make an impact and if um, that family never gets to step into church, I'm going to be the only representation of Christ in their life and I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to miss out on that opportunity to be able to say, hey, you know what, you have a creator who loves you and I know him and I love you as well. And for no other reason, I don't want anything from you. I just want to lavish love upon you because that's what Christ does for us. So. I think what's been really exciting in the last year with Homework Club has been the fact that we're seeing not only church kids and not only youth kids, but now also kids that are just turning up on our doorstep, um, mostly through word of mouth. Um, and we're actually connecting to our own and connecting to kids in the community. That's really cool. Um, and what's been really encouraging for me is that those outside kids have just been accepted into the fold as one of our own, even if they don't come to our youth, even if they don't come to our church, they're connecting in with North Lakes in some fashion. Um, there was one week where a 
the homework club kids really really like crispy M&Ms, they're the absolute favourite. Um, and so one week I bought them and one of the kids said to me, do you know why we get the family size pack? I said, well because you guys eat a lot. And he said, no, because we're a family. <laughs> and um, I was kind of like, oh, I'll come back next week, that's fine. <laughs> um, but I, as, as Sarah said, it, some weeks it's not easy. And the weeks where YouTube videos are more interesting than me, the weeks where they just tell you I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, and they won't even have a go, the weeks where they don't even turn up. Um, it's not always easy, but it's a family. And the fact that these kids are connecting and feeling that they're in a family, then I, I feel like we're getting somewhere. Um, and to just be able to show love to these kids that we're just finding, that are just turning up, that's really cool.